Hey everyone, welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Rick Nevenace, and it's so good to be with you all once again. In today's podcast, I want to talk about this language that I have begun to behold of late, and this has come from a journey of engaging and pursuing probably the last three or four years. And for those that have heard me teach or have walked with me, you would often hear me talk about the realm of mystery. Man, I love the realm of mystery so much. And mystery, as we know, are things that have not yet been revealed within creation, but are for us as sons to behold and engage and sit within so that we can become that what is beginning to transform us. So our position and the government that we carry within creation that we are echo chambers to begin to behold that what was once sitting in the realm of mystery now in us so that we can begin to manifest it here within the earth. So there's teachings that I've done about the process that I've been on and beholding that realm. But of late, I have found this language which I'm so excited to share with you. And I trust that this would just encourage you within your personal pursuit with Yahweh. But the realm of mystery is so important for us. I believe it's imperative for us to behold that realm and engage with that realm. And what I've realized is so many within this journey sometimes don't engage and behold that realm because there is a law of first mention that is often taught within the religious system and structure that you need to understand everything that you have heard before you engage with it. And that law of first mention has kept so many uh, sons at a place of yearning for the mysteries and the secrets of Yahweh. But because of this foundation that has been taught within the church age, that you first have to understand it before you give your heart to it. And there's that subtle concern that the religious system puts on sons saying, you just got to be careful that you aren't deceived. So by that belief system and that thought process working out within a son's life because of the law of first mention, they often have this desire and this pursuit and uh, and yearning for the realms and the dimensions of Yahweh. But because of this, they they kind of put it off to try and figure out where they are standing and what is for them to engage with. And that's why I've heard this countless times within a prayer meeting, you know, before church on a Sunday, and you'll hear the desire and the cry of so many sons going, there has to be more than this, which there is. <laughs> but in order to engage with the more that is prayed, you've got to untangle yourself from these religious belief systems and these structures that have been put in place to keep the church at a place of being dormant instead of beholding and encountering and unfolding the realms and the dimensions of truth that is for us. So the language that I have begun to behold within this process, and, and this is 
now where I begin to teach those that that are around me and that walk with me. I have beheld four pillars that are positioned within my life and in every believer. And these four pillars are so vital. So the first pillar I want to make mention of is the pillar of revelation. The second pillar is the pillar of understanding. Then the third pillar is the pillar of knowledge. And the fourth one is the pillar of thought. Now, these four pillars are forever living and moving within us. So within your pursuit now, I want you to begin to picture what I'm saying and however the pillars engage with you, it's all good because they are alive and they are moving within every sun within their pursuit. So I'm going to talk about the first pillar of revelation that I have engaged within my life and and I see continuously active within me. But if I'm, for example, listening to a teaching or reading within the scriptures and I feel something, every person has felt this. Like when I've spoken about this of late, you can see all the heads begin to nod and they go, yep, Rick, I know what you're talking about. But you know, when you hear something and there is almost a leaping inside of you when you read a portion of scripture or you read something with in a book or you've heard a teaching, something leaps in, inside of you. And that is the pillar of revelation. Now, because of your pursuit and because of your engagement, I've seen how the pillar of revelation begins to behold its function and allows an arcing to take place within the realms of mystery. And it begins to pull that what you are desiring. When it pulls that because of your pursuit, again, maybe because you were reading something or you were listening to something or just engaging personally with something that you have been pursuing, it draws it into the pillar of revelation. Now, here's the key thing. Revelation is not created. It it is unveiled. So it's always been there. When I begin to explain this, it's like you are reminded of what you've always known that is sitting within the realms of mystery. And because of your pursuit and because of your engagement, it gets unveiled to you and it brings it into this pillar. Now, when that happens, we pray in the spirit. I I do this always. And um, I was having a chat to a friend of mine the other day, and we're just talking about this. And I said, I, in my pursuit, I've always prayed in the spirit. You'll see when I'm driving in my car, I'm just doing something around the house. I'm forever groaning. You just, you hear me going, or you hear me, and I'm forever praying in the spirit. And what Yahweh begun to show me within the language that I've now begun to teach and share with people is when you are praying in the spirit and you are within this pursuit, it's how you begin to see that what is in the realm of mystery now arcing with the pillar of revelation to bring that mystery that is now in the pillar 
to the maturity position within this pillar of revelation. Okay, you pray in the spirit. And when I do that, there's a time that comes where that mystery or the secrets of Yahweh that has been brought into this pillar has now been brought into its maturity. And that's when I see an arcing taking place from the pillar of revelation to the pillar of understanding. Now, the pillar of understanding within its function is so key because, again, it's living and it's moving. And when the arcing takes place, that's when I begin to behold these pictures or these images that are that are moving and forming shapes. And I'm beginning to behold within the pillar of understanding by the arcing with the pillar of revelation that has its uh, supply hooked into the realm of mystery, bringing that what is in the realms of mystery into the pillar of revelation by me praying in the spirit, being brought now into the maturity of that so that it can arc together with the pillar of understanding. And all the time I'm groaning and I'm engaging and I'm praying in the spirit, always, okay? I've just got to make this clear. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it. Like for me personally, I've got no issue when people have set times. Like, you know, when they wake up from six to hopper six, they they pray and, and they engage. Nothing wrong with that, okay? But please don't let that just be the only time you engage because this has to be continuous. This has to be a lifestyle. So I, I, I find those times within the day where I can just behold and be and just read and I, I love that. But I don't have that set time where that's the only time I pray until you know later on that evening and then I'll try to find some time to pray again. So I'm forever engaging and praying in the Spirit. When I do that, within the pillar of understanding, it now brings the mystery that I've been beholding, sitting in the pillar of revelation, it brings that into a maturity. And then there's an arcing from the pillar of understanding to the pillar of knowledge. Now, I do a drawing, but it's quite hard to try and talk and <laughs> and kind of paint a picture as well. But anyway, um, I hope that within your pursuit, you'll begin to see this, this process taking place. But the pillar now of revelation is positioned next to the pillar of understanding. Just below the pillar of revelation now, just beneath that, you'll find the pillar of knowledge. Now, the pillar of knowledge is, is such a key part in the transforming of our, our thinking because our minds become a student to the pillar of knowledge. So Romans 12 verse 2 Paul makes this statement and he says, don't conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Because when the mind is renewed, it's only then that we'll be able to test and approve the will of God, his good, pleasing, perfect will. That comes by the renewed mind. And I've had people ask me, okay, Rick, you teach from Romans 12 verse 2. How do you transform the mind? Well, thanks for asking. 
Because here is a key within the pillar of knowledge that is now arced with the pillar of understanding because you brought the mystery into its maturity within you that is arced with the pillar of revelation that has been brought into its maturity in you as it arcs together with the realm of mystery that it's now bringing it into who you are. <laughs> oh, come on, I love this. Ah! And, and that is all bringing it into maturity because of something key that unfolds when you are pursuing this. So when you are, again, continuously groaning, praying in the Spirit, beholding, hungering, thirsting for for this, what is unfolding within you, you bring the, the mystery that is now sitting in the pillar of knowledge that is arcing with your mind, your mind that has now become a student to this pillar because of what this pillar carries, arcing with understanding, and you begin to renew the mind. So thoughts that you once had, that you were taught about a particular um, subject, for example, and now you are engaging by pursuit, that whatever you are engaging with is now coming from the rightful position. And as your mind becomes a student to this pillar, your mind gets transformed. It gets renewed. So you begin to behold the realms and the dimensions of Yahweh, the way it was always designed to now flow through you. When that takes place, there's a fourth pillar that is now positioned next to the pillar of knowledge, and that is the pillar of thought. So as you are engaging with, with this now, keep in mind that we are now creating a cube within the framework and the structure of these pillars that are living and that are forever moving. And when this takes place, the pillar of thought that is arced with the pillar of knowledge now begins to engage with the heart. In Proverbs 23 verse 7, it says, As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So come on, now your heart thinks. And as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So your thought now that is arced with the pillar of knowledge, that is arced with the pillar of understanding, that is arced with the pillar of revelation, that has itself hooked into the supply of mystery, has now brought the mystery into a place of a thought. And there is so much power within the thought because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And that's where we take the realms of mystery that what has not yet been revealed within the earth. And it goes through the process. The reason why Yahweh showed me this process within us and these four pillars is because the function of these four pillars in us is to bring the mystery into its maturity within us so that we become the mystery in creation. <laughs> so we're not just waiting for the mystery to appear we become the mystery because of this pursuit. So when I stand within creation in awe and in wonder of what Yahweh has done within me through this pursuit, I stand as an echo chamber, a transition point between the realms and the dimensions of Yahweh. And 
the realm of earth that the earth is positioned in. And as I begin to behold this, I extend my tent pegs and I begin to behold that what has happened in me. And I begin to breathe through the process of the thought to allow that to manifest around me. And that for me through this language has taught that we as sons carry such a responsibility and a function to begin to release and reveal the manifestation of what was once in the realm of mystery. Now in us, we become the mystery and we have the responsibility to breathe it in creation. And that's the power of the thought that is arced with the other pillars. And this is our, our joy to begin to administrate here within creation. So I thought I'd just share that with you. I trust that this has blessed you and may you continue to behold the goodness of Yahweh, His favor that is forever around you. And it's such a joy and such an honor for me to spend this time with you. Massive love to all of you from my house to yours. Shalom.